The podcast players and Little Shoot High School proudly present Episode 3, The Birthday of the Infanta, an adaptation of the story by Oscar Wilde, written by Kylie Shannon and performed by the students of Little Shoot High School. It was the birthday of the Infanta, the most important day of the year. She was a beautiful princess, although perhaps a little too self-concerned. On the morning of her big day, her advisor caught her attempting to sleep in. Good morning, princess. It is time to arise. Must I really get up so early, Don Pedro? Of course. It is your 16th birthday, and all of Spain is ready to celebrate. Could they not wait an hour or so? Come. Your father has commissioned a silver dress with over 600 pearls for the occasion. Father? Will he be coming today? I'm afraid some state affairs are keeping him away. Oh. You'd think the state affairs could wait a day when it's the princess's birthday. If only. Now do get dressed. The young Count of Tierra Nueva has just arrived to ask the honor of escorting you to the festivities. Oh, he is handsome. Then I would not keep him waiting. Announcing Her Royal Highness the Princess, the Infanta of Spain. Good morning, Princess. My dear Count, you are looking well. I tried to look my best for your special day. You, I must say, look quite divine this morning. The white roses in your hair match well with your pearls. They were picked just this morning. I am sure only the best for my little Infanta. May I escort you? You may. So, Senor Count, do you know what they have in store for me today? I know only of one thing, which is what I am meant to escort you to. Which is... A grand show held in the arena with all sorts of wonderful acts. Your father has chosen the best performers from all over Spain and the world to come and play for you today. You'd think if my father cared so much, he would come to the arena. I'm sure the country keeps him busy. He's busy every year on my birthday. Well, that's the trouble. Although your birthday is, of course, the most important day out of the year, it's still a day of the year. And your father cannot stop for even a day. Perhaps when I turn 18. Of course. That is a very important one. Even your father returned home for your 18th birthday, didn't he? He did indeed. Well then, he'd have to come to my 18th. He'd have to. Now, we are at the arena. Let us find you a seat. You will sit next to me? It would be my honor. But first, I must give you my gift. For the first event of the day, the Count of Tierra Nueva will perform a bullfight for the Infanta. Princess! Mademoiselle de Lorraine! Is your father here on business again? We came specifically for today. You know we would be zikon to miss your birthday. Well, I'm glad to hear. Do you see the Count down there? Indeed. He is looking quite handsome this morning. He escorted me here today. You're so lucky. Do you think your father is hoping for a match? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. But would you like it? Of course. He'd make a fine king. A handsome king, too? 
Oh! My God! Did you see the way he plunged the knife into that poor bull? It is a tradition here. Well, I think I might be sick. It's over anyway. Good. I think it's utterly barbaric. Your father should have told you about it. What else does an ambassador do but speak about other cultures? He usually just reads a lot of papers. Next, a puppet show courtesy of the Monsieur de Lorraine. Oh, this is the one from my father. He spent a good deal on this. Hola, princess. Signor Count. Hola, mademoiselle. I didn't see you there. You fought very admirably out there. All for you, princess. You two should watch the show. It's almost over. Right, sorry, mademoiselle. This is your father's gift, was it not? Indeed, it was. Whoever he hired seems to be quite the master puppeteer. Yes, he went all the way to Venice to find Signor. Oh, we missed it! I saw some parts. I thought it was very lovely. Next, the dancing dwarf of Madrid, found just today by His Royal Highness's loyal servants. Oh my! What is that thing? It's so hideous. He doesn't seem to mind. Look how he dances. <laughs> I've never seen anything like him. He looks so foolish. Look, he's laughing now too. He really has his eyes on you, princess. He's utterly ridiculous. I wonder where they found him. I don't want to know, lest more hideous little creatures are found. I do. Then a whole group of them can dance at my next birthday. Oh lord, I think he's fallen. Perhaps that is how he's going to end it. It might be him bowing. No! I want more of this! Oh, he really is ending. What are you doing, princess? Something I've seen ladies do when they have enjoyed a good Italian opera. You're taking out a rose from your hair? Yes. And now... I'll throw it out to him. Would your father be pleased with that? I'd be all the more happy if he wasn't. It would show him to miss his own daughter's birthday. Look at the way he hobbles over to cash it. There must be something wrong with his feet. He's got it. Oh, look at the way he smiles at you. It really makes his underbite and his bulging eye all the more prominent. I bet he would dance for me again if I asked. Excuse me. Don Pedro? Yes, my princess? I want the little dwarf to dance again. I'm afraid we have many more acts lined up. The next one is a snake tamer all the way from... But I don't care about a snake tamer. I want that little dwarf. I'm sorry, princess, but there are plans in motion. However, if it would please you, I can see if he would like to dance for you as private entertainment for your birthday dinner. Your birthday dinner? Please do. I will go now. You can't have him at your birthday dinner. That's when all the delegates will be there. Which will make it even more entertaining. But he's only wearing an animal skin. He looks like a caveman. All the more amusing. Wouldn't you agree, Count? I would, Princess. So it is settled. Now, I suppose we'll watch the snake tamer. Before your dinner, you should pick more flowers. Yes! Next time, I'll throw him a whole bouquet! (laughs) Ha ha ha!
While the Infanta sat through the rest of her festivities, Don Pedro had found the little dwarf and told him the princess's request. The dwarf was overjoyed at the news and quickly accepted. He had been wandering throughout the gardens of the castle as he awaited his summons. I knew what I saw was true, and all thanks to this lovely rose. As he kissed his rose in a fit of ecstasy, some of the inhabitants of the garden were horrified, particularly the flowers. The wind whispered indignant conversation between the tulips and the white roses. He is really far too ugly to be allowed in a place like this. He is too ugly to be allowed anywhere. Let him drink poppy juice and go to sleep for a thousand years. He is an absolute horror. Why, he is so twisted and stumpy, and his head is much larger than the rest of him. Makes me feel all prickly. If he comes close, I have half a mind to sting him with one of my thorns. I share your sentiments, Mr. Cactus. If I had thorns, I would sting him too. And can you believe it? He actually has one of my best blooms. We gave that one to the Infanta today as a birthday present. He has stolen it. I'm sure of it. Thief! Thief! I heard he greatly upset the sundial as well. He was so shocked at the little creature's appearance, he forgot to tell time for a whole two minutes. That has kept time perfectly since Emperor Charles V. He must be greatly disappointed with himself. Look at the way the birds swoop around him. Do you think they mean to peck out his eyes and put an end to him? If I didn't know better, I'd say they liked him. Look at the way they're swooping down to touch his cheek with their wings. <laughs> what is that horrible noise? I think the thing is laughing. Oh, my friends, I can tell you since my joy. You have been my constant companion for all those years. I have lived in the woods. Have you seen me ever as happy as I am now? I should think not, for today I have learned that the Infanta of Spain loves me. She gave me this rose as proof. I don't understand a single word of what he's saying. Perhaps it's for the best. Oh, why won't he leave this place? He is so hideous. I don't think he's so bad. Oh, what do you know, Mr. Lizard? He used to play with me in the woods. He's a nice thing. Granted, not everyone can be so beautiful as a lizard. That would be too much to expect. But, although it sounds absurd to say, he really is not so ugly after all. How can you say that? It really is so. Provided, of course, that one shuts one's eyes and does not look at him. If you do that, I'd say he even looks the same as everyone else. Oh, I can't take your philosophical musings. Be gone. As you wish. Such speech only shows the vulgarizing effect of incessantly running and flying about. Indeed. Well-bred people always stay in exactly the same place, as we do. Yes! No one sees us hopping about or galloping madly. If we need a change of air, the gardener takes us to another bed. This is dignified, as it should be. Birds and lizards have no sense of repose. Birds don't even have a permanent address. Common vagrants. And they should be treated as such. You know, my little friends, I was scared at first when they brought me here. Living amongst the woodland creatures never allowed me to see the metal and weapons mankind seemed to wear at all times. But when I saw the Infanta, I knew why I was sent for. She needs me to help her escape. She wishes to come live with me in the forest. She finds, as I do, the streets and homes they've built for themselves here too enclosing. Tonight, when I dance for her, I will take her away with me. We will go into the forest, and I will make the softest bed of moss for her. I will make her a lovely animal skin dress that will be more comfortable than the clothes they force her to wear here. I will go out every day 
and get pines and nuts for her to feast on. And then I will dance for her every night, and she will laugh the way she did today. I swear to you, she loves me. Why else would she give me such a beautiful gift? But why does she take so long to find me? Perhaps they are keeping her inside. If I find her so beautiful, they must too, and they must not want to part with her. Hold on, princess. I'm coming for you. It looks like he's going inside now. He should certainly be kept inside throughout the rest of his natural life. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And so the little dwarf tore through the many splendid rooms of the castle, looking for the princess he thought was to be his bride. When he came into a room with many hundreds-year-old tapestries and ornamented vases that looked like trees, he reasoned he should stop. This is the most beautiful room I have seen so far, so it must be her room. Yet, I think there is no one here but me. Hold on, what is that? There's a figure that that, that moves towards me when, when I do it. It must be the Infanta. Ouch! What is the... Oh my god! What, what, what is that? The little dwarf had discovered a mirror for the first time. Oh my! Is that... Me? Do I... Really look like... No, no, I, I, I can't. The Infanta loves me. She, she, she loves me. She, she, she wants to come back with me to the woods and let me worship her. She wants me to dance for her so she can laugh. She wasn't laughing in joy at my affection. She was laughing at me. She doesn't love me at all. She, she thinks I'm hideous. She wants to laugh at me with, with, with all her friends again. She, she doesn't think I'm handsome. She doesn't love me. Uh, she doesn't love me. She doesn't love me. She, she, she doesn't love me. I don't understand. Dinner has already started and... Oh! I guess we have found your little dwarf. <laughs> Is this another one of his tricks? Look at how he lays there clutching the carpet in anguish. I thought his dancing was funny, but his acting is funnier. You laugh at me again. Why do you laugh at me? Why? Look, he's trying to speak. Your acting is very funny, little dwarf. But we need you to go dance now for the guests. Why would you laugh at me? Why? Oh! Oh! Well, now he's just laying there, and that's not funny at all. Come on now, you must get up. Oh, he's sulking. Tell him to get up and dance for me. I'll send for the whipmaster. You there, go get him. You hear that, little monster? You must dance. The Infanta of Spain and the Indies wish to be amused. If you do not do so, you will be whipped. And still he doesn't move. Ah, the whipmaster. Listen here, little dwarf. You have one last chance to rise or you shall be whipped. Very well. Senor? He's impervious to pain. 
He doesn't even move. Hold on, stop. Just as I suspected. What? What has happened to him? I'm sorry to say, my princess, that your little monster will never dance again. What? Why? He is dead. What? I have just laid my hand upon this chest to feel his heart that is split in two. No creature, not even a little dwarf, can survive a broken heart. Well, that's not fair. My whole birthday is ruined. Don Pedro, let it be known in the future that I do not want to associate with anyone who has a heart again, lest it should split in half too and ruin my day. We hope you enjoyed this presentation of The Birthday of the Infanta by the podcast players, featuring the following students from Little Shoot High School. Marky Hippus, narrator and tulip. Kylie Beish, Infanta. Logan Enger, advisor and lizard. Blake Glaudemans, Count and Cactus. Samantha Schnell, Lorraine. Kanai Johnson, Dwarf. And Keisha Goodrich, White Rose. The students performed under the supervision of Dan Van Epperen. I'm Randy Shannon, host of Podcast Players. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and look forward to our next production.